0: hello and welcome to the overly animated podcast where we take animation seriously we provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows movies and anime currently featuring a steven universe miraculous ladybug the new powerpuff girls and voltron legendary defender i'm dylan heisen and today i'm joined by mel moyer hello today mel and i will be discussing the latest pixar film released last weekend finding dory um uh- we occasionally cover animated movies and a lot of animated shows here on the overly animated podcast you can check us out at overlyanimated.com or you can search for the overly animated podcast on itunes or your favorite podcatcher mel and i are super slowly going through all the pixar movies so <laughs> it makes sense over
1: like the past year and a half
0: <laughs> yeah so it makes sense for us to get do this new one um you want to see our previous discussions search for the like find the pixar tag on overly dot com you could search for overly animated pixar and you can see our previous discussions we discussed good dinosaur our most recent one was uh discussing finding nemo actually a retrospective in february so we have context for this podcast um let's get into everything very quickly mel thoughts on the short that aired before piper <laughs>
1: I love that little short. I thought it was interesting because it was somewhat shorter. I felt like, or it was like the not even shorter. Like it had a it had a straight. I feel like when I watch these Pixar shorts, they feel so much longer than they are. Yeah. But this one, I was surprised when it ended. When it did, I don't know the run times on them. Yeah. Um. Maybe it's just because this one had less to do with sort of gags. Um. And had a very clear beginning, middle, and end. Like, it had a very clear goal in mind. Like, when you look at other ones, like, there's less of a goal. Mm. Like, the guy playing chess with himself and that sort of thing. Um, I would call it less animation and call it more the rendering short before yeah. <laughs> this movie because, wow. Yeah. It was a lot.
0: I don't know if you got my uh, short short pun, but uh, or you just ignored it. I'm not sure. I
1: did not the even short, the short was that. short.
0: But anyway, um people are calling this the best Pixar short in 10 years. Thoughts?
1: I loved it. Like out of all the ones I can remember seeing, this is like the biggest one like that comes, like yeah obviously like you know, there's, like, Paper Man and the Umbrella one was cute and that sort of thing, but this is, like... Was
0: Paper Man before a Pixar movie? I don't even remember.
1: Was it? I don't even know. That Point was, is, I, I, yeah. this is the only one that... And maybe it's because it's the one I most recently saw, but it was really, really good.
0: Yeah, I don't have a lot to say. Was and it, really?
1: it, was, it was funny because, like, when I saw it, the, the audience actually, like, laughed at parts, like, out loud, which I don't remember that happening in other Pixar shorts, like, audience, like, loud audience reactions, so...
0: Yeah. Um yeah, it's certainly very good looking, very cute. Uh i mean obviously it was lacking in story it's a short you know but give me something like paper man over this for me at least but yeah i certainly could certainly could see how people are enjoying this super super good looking animation and stuff like that um all right let's get into finding dory spoilers for the movie of course and everything involving a finding dory um recently we did our finding nemo retrospective we're both very very high on that movie looking back uh mel the finding nemo sequel did it live up to the to the hype and what was your reaction
1: Well, so first of all, I wasn't expecting it to be like Finding Nemo 2.0. I thought it was really cute. Um, I thought parts of the story were very touching and hit very good emotional highs. I felt like it did not have the scope that Finding Nemo had. And maybe that's because the majority of the film takes place in an aquarium. So they didn't really have the vast sort of like feeling of crossing the ocean and like... You, you know all these things that they went through and like it cut down i guess the normal pixar um uh formula of two people go on a trip essentially um a little which is, bit a little bit yeah yeah like you know because the trip isn't really the important part there it's not really the finding dory part it's because a lot because the movie's broken between nemo and marlin who get separated from dory and dory trying to go on and find her parents um so it was less of a road movie than Finding Nemo was. I feel like, um, but I enjoyed it. I don't think you know it was anywhere close to Finding Nemo, but yeah, I uh, I didn't dislike it.
0: Recently, we've been there's been a lot of uh, negativity for Pixar movies, with the exception of Inside Out. You know, like Good Dinosaur, and not. We weren't very high on that or anything like yeah. that. You're what about Finding Dory? You think it's a step in the right a, direction? Yeah,
1: it's way better than uh, A Good Dinosaur. It's not as good as Inside Out, I think, but I also have a very high opinion of Inside Out. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's definitely um much more promising than the Good Dinosaur.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean certainly. Yeah. Okay, so um yeah, I really I really liked uh Finding Dory. I it wasn't like like top tier quality, you know, movie looking back on the year. Um, but this, I think exceeded my expectations for, for what this movie would be. I also wasn't, wasn't expecting that much. Um, considering Pixar hasn't had a great track record with sequels lately, I mean, or kind of any movie. Uh, but yeah, I thought finding Dory, uh, at, at, it, at times actually did like capture a lot of what the, made the original so special, which was a little bit shocking to me. Um, it's like at its at its high points. I think it was somewhat similar to Finding Nemo at its high points, which uh, was is very good. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. kind of all you can hope for from from a similar movie.
1: I will say I liked the the emotion of this better in terms of like I had more of a connection with Dory trying to find her parents and trying to find her place and trying to find her family than I did with. Sounds awful, but then it did with Marlon trying to find his son.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, I would agree with that. I think that uh, you, I think you certainly watching this, you, the audience cares more about uh, uh, Dory's parents than Nemo. Probably. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, when you
1: start it with. Uh, then
0: again, my like,
1: name is like, I suffer from short term memory loss yeah. like that. Come on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I th- I think the high points for me were Dory and, and her that, parents and the flashbacks that, yeah. and how it related to the the recent stuff. I think all of that was incredible. The
1: very small blue tang.
0: Yeah, the baby dory, everyone's favorite thing right now. <laughs> uh with the yeah
1: she's <laughs> trying really hard.
0: It's it's pretty great, baby
1: Dory. She's yeah. doing her best.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um we talk a lot about on these Pixar discussions about how pic- how uh, Pixar has kind of tried to replicate this road movie uh, storyline that probably originated in Finding Nemo, maybe back to Toy Story, I don't even know, but uh, mm. Finding Nemo is the best example of it, it's it's totally like, it's, it's like, visit a lot of different things on the way to doing Who Cares, and all of those things are really cool, and uh the worst example of it is Good Dinosaur, which is visit a bunch of things uh, with characters we don't care about and uninteresting things along the way. Um, and this film isn't necessarily trying to do that, I agree, which is really interesting. It is a little bit. We get, we get, um, a lot of it we we, we we have a lot of new characters we have new locations to visit but uh it never loses sight of its uh, core uh, emotion uh, emotional core of the movie with, with Dory and her parents which is is very good um the the reason this movie i think is not as good as finding Nemo is because uh the places we go along the way are not um as interesting as they were in finding Nemo uh, I think that uh, a lot of the new characters, all basically all the new characters are fine, but none of them hit anything close to maybe even five to ten of the original. I like Gerald. Uh, we'll go through. We'll <laughs> go through all the characters. I don't even remember anyone's name.
1: Gerald. Either,
0: but, oh, the one who keeps the, stealing the rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I feel like you like the one who calls Gerald, not actually Gerald, but
1: I like the idea of Gerald just appearing. I <laughs> like of, the <laughs> idea of Gerald like they turn watch. around and he's yeah. right there.
0: Yeah. Uh, for me, my high—we'll go through all the characters uh, after we talk generally The highlight for me is uh, Destiny, the whale. I think for sure, the whale shark. Um, oh yeah, big Destiny fan. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think the places they go to aren't as good. It's not as cohesive. We're, I think splitting the time between Nemo and uh, Nemo Marlin and <clears throat> Dory is takes takes away from the steam um i think the name the marlin stuff isn't ever as good as the dory stuff um also i guess
1: i just i don't i don't think i like marlin rude i don't think i'm a fan of his what a
0: controversial opinion
1: you know what's a controversial opinion that i see on the internet a lot is people shipping marlin and dory that nope freaks me denied out.
0: <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk about that but denied yeah that's um, gross i feel like this I feel like there was that people were like uh, mom and dad with son after the last movie. And now it's, I feel like this movie dissuades from that a little bit. Dory I don't know. just all, lives in their house. They're all together <laughs> at the end. Yeah. And in the beginning. So I don't know about that. She's
1: huh? the Dupree of Yumi and Dupree.
0: She's, uh, and, and, uh, Yeah, so I think that um, the movie's low points are some scenes towards the end, which were supposed to be like super serious, and I don't, I don't, I can't even pinpoint what they were. Uh, But yeah, I've I've zoned out a little bit towards the end, and then the ending conflict, um, or the ending like plot climax with the truck and the octopus driving the truck is the stupidest thing. But I actually think it was successful. Um,
1: It was ridiculous, but.
0: Like I was, think they pulled it off because I mean, yeah, it, it didn't matter that the octopus – Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was like emotional and entertaining, but it doesn't – yeah, obviously, I just like uh, when
1: they all flew out at the
0: end. Yeah, and it was uh, it was good enough. I think that – I'll give me the ending of uh, – I'll take the uh, Dory finds her parents scene over any emotional scene in Finding Nemo, uh, but give me yeah. the swimming into the net at climax for Finding Nemo over over the climax yeah. of this movie. Not close. So I think that's a big reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in general, uh, this is this is uh, kind of a good surprise that Finding Dory is good. Um, not only is it good, I do think it's kind of very good. I'm not sure. I mean, this, we have to state this every single podcast when we make comparisons, but I wasn't as high on Inside Out. Mel's very high on Inside Out. So for me, this is Pixar's best movie in a while um i mean i don't think it's like significantly better than inside out i think they're pretty similar in quality but um yeah i'd have to look on the list of pixar films to see uh what this is the best for me this is the best pixar movie since but it's it's pretty encouraging
1: um
0: yeah better than good dinosaur for me better than inside out still haven't seen monsters university this is probably better than brave this is
1: um i think this is better than monsters university uh brave better or worse um, I think the structure of it is better. Um, I think objectively it's better. It's just I'm really partial to Brave. <laughs> I,
0: I agree with all that. Yeah, I, I have a soft spot for Brave and the character, yeah. but the, yeah, I think them, this movie itself is better. This is better than Cars too. So I, I, I will call this the best Pixar movie since Toy Story three. Uh, I think almost everyone will disagree and say Inside Out is better, but that's fine. Like we don't, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, okay. So let's let's go through. Um, should we go through the new characters? Should we talk about? The well, uh, what do you think of Dory's parents, uh, Baby Dory? The flashbacks, how that was interspersed in the film. So
1: I really like the beginning of this film. It was interesting because I think it kind of broke that mold a little bit, where we talk about how the first like (laughs) ten minute prologue of a Pixar movie is usually the best, and then from there it kind of like goes like did, falls into a similar pattern i think this had that there because obviously you had the beginning with dory and how dory got lost and that sort of thing um but i think they kind of broke that up by having those interspersed flashbacks throughout the movie because the opening with her parents wasn't all that long before it went back to um normal yeah. like present time um i really liked it and i thought it was very very like the second that she came on she was like oh i have short-term memory loss and you're like ah and then she gets lost and can't remember that she's lost and it's like actually really heartbreaking um so i liked it and i think the flashbacks throughout functioned really well because i was actually very interested in how she got lost yeah i didn't expect to be um
0: yeah in the beginning we the first you know 10 or so minutes we could have some flashbacks then we have the uh Uh, We have the before and after of Dory getting, uh, and Dory running into them from Finding Nemo. Uh, like, like we, we like see parts of Finding Nemo in the movie. Uh, yeah. which at first I was like, oh, this is stupid. But then uh, it like works. Then we just like keep going or we like before or the after or whatever. I don't remember. And um, I just thought it was pretty brilliantly done actually. in uh, tell it like telling the full story and it felt pretty cathartic too uh, because everyone has such an emotional uh, reaction uh, attachment to finding Nemo seeing like the original one and how this is related and everything involving Dory. I thought it was, was pretty excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then throughout the movie we have, um, more and more flashbacks for me the high of the movie is uh dory uh af- following the shells and seeing her parents in in real time first for me that would just really hit it a hit a real uh emotional uh high for me and i think that um they did a really good job do- showing the shells thing in the in the past and then seeing like how the parents have laid out all the shows like every day we go and lay out shells more and it's like oh and cry um yeah that, that, that yeah. was that was my high of the movie what about you
1: um for me, the high of the movie was finding out that her mom taught, taught her just keep swimming. Yeah. Just because just keep swimming is, like, a huge thing for me. Like, I thought, you know, like, that was one of my big things from Finding Nemo. And obviously, it's the thing that everyone takes away is, like, you know, just keep swimming. Like, you know, the, like, sort of, like, cliche people pull from Finding Nemo. But I thought, like, it was really cool the way they incorporated it with, like, that's something she remembered from, you know, a long time ago. And that's why she keeps saying it.
0: Yeah, so I, I, this is another big topic to talk about. I think they do an absolutely incredible job incorporating elements from the first film into this film.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, the Just Keep Swimming was brilliant. I mean, putting that back to her mom, that's a great way to tie that emotionally. I mean, that's everyone's favorite uh, like meme. <laughs> this was before memes existed, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just like being a kid when Finding Nemo came out, you hear Just Keep Swimming so much. Like, oh my goodness. Um, and then I... I absolutely love how they incorporate the whale talk uh, from the first movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, I'm so happy with that, and uh, just everything they do with uh, just uh, what was it? Blank pals? It was vent, vent uh, pipe pals? Pipe pals? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just love all of that so much. Um, just so for me, just this is one of the best sequels in incorporating elements from the original movie. We see part of the original, and like we see the genesis of some of uh, like the beginning the rising action or whatever the beginning events from the first movie um we see we have an expansion of one of these characters and um we see the like we see like the fanficy uh like lives after the end of the movie and it's done really well and we see all the interactions between the characters we see memory Dory's memories interspersed throughout and then we see these literal elements of the mythology in. um uh, in the Just Keep Swimming and the Whale Talk. I'm sure there's even more. Uh, we even see uh, the the sea turtles again. Um, and and, and it's, like, it's like, I know a guy and they go on the sea turtles and it's like, oh, are we just going to get, are just going to run through all the hits here. Are we going to, you know, next week we going to see the school of fish and then are we going to see the jellyfish, you know? But uh, no, that was just the first thing. And it's to just get us back into it and involved in it. And then it's uh, to get us attached emotionally to then tell the story. Um, mm-hmm. And I basically think they handle it perfectly in relation to the first movie, which was shocking honestly um i just like i couldn't believe that a sequel was able to get it so right in relation to being a sequel yeah that's 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 one of my big takeaways is like this this movie knows how to be a sequel more than maybe any other movie i've ever seen which is which is pretty incredible um yeah so I they had even...
1: 15 years to do it so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so if you look at the, the history of the movie it's like uh and uh, Andrew Stanton's like, I was, was originally, I was like, we're never going to do it unless we have the right story. And then uh, I start thinking, like, I'm uh, an exec producer. It's like, eh, we should probably do a sequel for this movie. And then uh, he's like, I watched this mo- uh, Finding Nemo for the first time, like ever, because I never watched my movies. And I'm like, you know, we should learn more about Dory. And he's like, okay, there it is. And let's do it okay
1: yeah really ellen cool. had nothing to do with that. and then it's, and then he was like we
0: want to make sure we have an actual like outline before we go to ellen because she's going to be too excited for like we need something concrete that's actual. I, I,
1: that. I do love though the second they announced it she was like all right and here's my my countdown
0: yeah <sighs> um props to uh, uh ellen's performance as dory in this um like it's pretty subtle. I was kind of surprised at how subtle her performance was. Like she's never super excited as Dory. I don't know. Yeah. I just imagine her being. She's very uh, focused. Her, she's very focused. Yeah, imagine her being more enthusiastic, like in relation to the Dory, because she's just been so hype about this. But her as Dory in the movie is actually just very, very nuanced. I think, and I think it was really well well done um big before we start going through the new characters one question i have is like how does this movie handles handle dory's disability uh because that's like a big question if you're going to do an entire movie about dory's memory loss like how did how is it handled in the film
1: i do like that they presented it like right away as a like it wasn't like oh she hit her head once and that was that like it was something she was born with and can't control and that her parents were incredibly like supportive of it like doing their best to 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 make her world you know safe and make it make sense and give her tools to to overcome it like there was never a situation where they were saying you know they 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 basically gave her ways to try and think about it and work around it you know they were like remember the shells and this sort of thing like it was never just try and fix it it was like all right how can we how can we work with this uh you know since this is a part of life um, and I think that was a very, very g- excellent way to present it. Um, I think it was a really, really good choice.
0: Right. Because that's, that, that's my big thing whenever we, I'm sure we've talked about, I it sounds familiar talking about this with you. Whenever we have a movie about a character with a disability, it's like, do they fall into the trap of overcoming the disability, which is yeah. of an offensive take, right? Uh, or is it living life with, with this, right? Because that's just the reality. Yeah. Um, and if you and for me in, and like conceptually doing like having memory loss as a disability, is it, how do you not do it as an overcoming? Because you need the character remembering something, and they do have sequences where Dory where Dory just like needs to remember things. Um, but it never felt to me like it was her overcoming it. it. It always felt like it's just about her character and her perseverance and uh, like these positive traits about Dory. Like I never it never left a bad taste in my mouth how it was handled.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was actually really impressed with the way that they went about, like I did. And that's the thing is, is like, it didn't occur to me to think about it in that term, in those terms, like as a disability, as, you know, an analog for anything Yeah. until it was the very first thing we saw in the movie. And there was, this, you know, baby Dory is like, oh, I have short term memory loss. And her parents are like going through exercises with her to like help her figure out. You know what to do if she ever is lost or how to get home and that sort of thing. And I was like, oh wow, like that's a facet to this that I never even considered.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, it's it, yeah, keep going.
1: Well, just uh, shooting off of that, the um, what is the whale's name? Uh,
0: Destiny, Destiny, Destiny. Wow. Also, we also have a disability parallel with that. Yeah, that's that me. was
1: my, I was like, you know, and when they showed Destiny, can I
0: remember Destiny <gasps> the near sighted whale shark? Come on,
1: anyway continually, like, hitting hitting things, and then you have the um, what's-his-face from Modern Family's character. Yeah, you have Bailey. The, yeah, the Bailey, beluga the whale?
0: The beluga whale,
1: yeah. Like, ends up being, you know, like helping her out and being her eyes and that sort of thing. Like, I just thought it was, like, very very... a very very good... like, I... Pretty much no qualms with the way they represented these characters that have disabilities in the way that it wasn't, oh, you need to overcome this and try and get around it. It's here's how you help yourself. Yeah, because I, this is the reality.
0: The closest they came to the bad thing I think was with the uh, Bailey character just cuz they didn't spend enough time with him and like it was like uh it was like the doctors say he didn't really lose his echolocation.
1: Yeah.
0: is like, a it, it was a little bit crassly handled um but I that was such a minor part of the movie. I agree with Destiny it was also really good like especially yeah. me. Like, and it's a great parallel to have with um I mean really like this is a movie about disability um and like that's pretty progressive uh and it's about like like it's a movie about disability with a pretty good slant on it and like living life with it and like uh you're awesome like as who you are you know like that's that's a big message with with dory it's like we love dory because she's dory it's not like we feel sympathy for dory or anything like that it's that they everyone just loves dory
1: and i do think that it was very cleverly handled in writing with where they chose to put to highlight her forgetting things and where she you know just was in conversation and was you know quote unquote you know like functional like in terms of like moving the story along and and communicating and that sort of thing like because I think when you have a character like this it's you almost trap yourself sometimes with the rules like you know she has short term memory loss okay like in the first movie it was played up as a joke a lot of it like you know her randomly forgetting things or conversations she just had here they it felt very specific when they wanted to remind you of of that yeah. in her like day to day conversations more so than than the first film.
0: Yeah, it felt it felt nuanced how how it was handled and carefully done and. Uh, even if you have some qualms with, but over, I don't even know if I don't know the discourse surrounding this movie right now. But even if if people did have, some I haven't qualms seen about it, any. It's, uh, it's uh, surprisingly films. seen no complaints on Tumblr so far. Well, that's yeah. a surprise. Um, but it is like like what other movie this year is going to be about? Uh, you know, disability, dis- disability, and people with disability, and how they're like people. Um, it's it's like Pixar, like two years in a row now. Last last year about like mental mental illness. This year about like. Uh, I mean I don't know if you consider memory like a physical disability
1: but Oh well, no like, and I th- I think this very much is of just you know it's not necessarily a physical disability you've got destiny Yeah Whatever destiny is a physical Destiny's disability, got yeah. a physical disability with um this it's I, I'd say it's it's a mental thing even too possibly it's both,
0: yeah like both it's it's yeah but overall it's just really like the conceptually uh, yeah and like that that stands uh why aren't we giving destiny whale glasses
1: are you asking me
0: yeah why do you <laughs> I'm I I'm like I, destiny I fail you I am also nearsighted but I wear glasses why are why doesn't destiny have, have whale glasses
1: do they make whale glasses <laughs> okay <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs>
0: no obviously but like (laughs) maybe but they also it's also a because um
1: what's his face is her eyes uh yeah that's why do Do you ship them no No. i don't ship any of them no it's about family yo i
0: don't know dude dory and (laughs) destiny
1: okay well that i'm willing to get behind but
0: (laughs) okay let's go through all the new characters i think
1: i have a bigger issue
0: (laughs) tell me what because one of them's tiny and one of them's a giant whale okay no i'm
1: saying bigger issues with with the choices of shipping
0: uh, overall yeah okay let's go through the new characters tell me your quick impressions okay. uh, i think the biggest the biggest role in the movie was uh hank the uh octopus um who dory calls the, the septopus octopus. voiced by ed o'neill what'd you think of hank
1: um i liked him uh also for modern family yeah
0: that was a weird uh that's kind of a uh hey, that's a weird character i don't know <laughs> i just yeah. i didn't i don't know what they're going for with him To i don't have like, like a big... his
1: parkour skills
0: yeah, like he was he was pretty chill and uh, it's like he's a sympathetic figure. I didn't, I, I don't, I don't have a big overall take, he's just like a, an interesting minor character. Yeah, um, Caitlin Olsen as Destiny, the nearsighted whale shark. Um, I love Destiny, I thought Destiny was super sympathetic. Like, I wanted Destiny like plush. Um, I'm all in on Destiny,
1: they but... make those, do they? Yeah,
0: okay, let's get it. It's those.
1: Disney, they make. Well, it's just of rocks and people are laugh.
0: you not as high on destiny as me? no
1: i like destiny um is she your
0: fave new new character mm, we'll go through yeah, you said you well, said no, you like the one that I, falls I, off the rock
1: i love gerald
0: <laughs> you, you don't like you like the concept of gerald he does not
1: do anything
0: uh i don't
1: even think he has a line technically
0: ty Burrell is bailey the beluga whale who, lo- who thinks he loses his echolocation
1: uh he's okay
0: he's okay yeah i don't think he was handled very well um we have uh, Diane Keaton as a Jenny, Dory's mother, and Eugene Levy as a Charlie, Dory's father. I thought they were both excellent. Yeah, they were good. Like, really. They good.
1: were definitely different than what I expected them to be.
0: Dory's parents, like, a super big highlight. Yeah, but echoing one of your points from earlier, echoing echolocation. Um, I agree. Like, presenting it as a, a thing from birth with Dory and showing flashbacks about it, like, really is, like, the best part of, of how they handle the disability thing. Okay. Um, Idris Elba as Fluke and Dominic West as Rudder, the sea lions. They were good. I think you like fluke. I feel like like if you like... Uh, it's
1: not that I like that they're yelling at Gerald. It's you know, that <laughs> I like that Gerald just appears out of nowhere and is looking at nothing and then gets yelled at and he, and like, then, like, the second vanishes. they leave, it's
0: like, Gerald. Yeah, he just get gets
1: up there. You don't even see him get up there. They just turn around and he's standing up there and they're like, don't get used to it, Gerald.
0: Yeah. Idris Elba is really good in this. Um, yeah, you're, for for Claire, for for uh, to make things clear, you're not condoning sea lion bullying. <laughs> you're, you no, just, I you're just okay.
1: it's like as I said, I enjoyed Gerald.
0: Yeah. Not
1: uh, not uh, th- not the bullying that happens around Gerald.
0: Yeah, I thought these guys were good. They definitely remind me of the uh, uh, like storks from. Was there only one stork or were there multiple storks from from? Any, I don't even remember some birds from the original. It's they seemed familiar um but yeah uh we have bob peterson returning as the the ray the teacher um, oh they
1: had the kid who played finding nemo have a cameo of this
0: yeah yeah because it's a different nemo voice yeah well yeah uh, this kid's
1: like 20 something
0: we have uh crush and squirt returning um big for a hot fan. second yeah uh we have uh Kate McKinnon and Bill, he- Bill Hader as Inez and Ned. They're in this movie for like a hot second, but that's okay. Sigourney uh,
1: Weaver as Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver as Sigourney
0: loss. Weaver. What? Sigourney? How many time- they say Sigourney Weaver like 10 times in this movie. Like too much. Like why do we need to say the Sigourney Weaver's name so much? Hi,
1: Sigourney.
0: I thought that's that was good. Sigourney though,
1: yeah. Weaver said. <laughs> it was pretty funny.
0: Alexander Gould as Passenger Carl. Who's it's, that?
1: That is the voice That is original Nemo.
0: Who's Passenger Carl? I don't know oh okay. uh Z- torben and bullock as becky the friendly and helpful but dim with becky like i forgot becky?
1: about becky <laughs> what a cr- weird free little character that was
0: a weird character yeah becky becky and um and hank i was like how did they think of these characters like that these are really weird strange, I, d- I don't have big little, takeaways about it little
1: but, psychotic bird
0: uh, yeah that was weird but i guess it's good um and I don't even know that these, there's John Ratzenberger as a crab. I don't remember who the crab was.
1: But. I think it was just people running away from the hands. in yeah. the.
0: And then apparently all the people returned in the post-credit scenes, but we won't talk about that. And, uh, yeah, so uh, um, Dory great, obviously. Uh, little Dory the cutest, right? Um, and uh, we had uh, Marlon. Yeah, Marlon. So why are you out on Marlon? How do you think Marlon was handled this movie?
1: Um, I mean, they perpetually make him, like, a jerk for the sake of pointing out that he's being a jerk
0: he's he's woody in <laughs> toy story one like he's doing but like, like perpetually i don't think he's prepared sometimes i don't know he's just like the like the wet blanket you know that's yeah. he's like let's be safe guys i mean come on you know i don't know it's albert Popes is great um yeah and marlon didn't do a lot but i think he was fine fine, fine. nemo do mean, didn't do a lot i didn't think nemo was handled nemo's very uh peppy
1: he was like shoved to the side like um, we like ne- like he he was we, there. But he was like a tag along character. Do we have
0: to find him in this movie because he was never talking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Uh, I think I think having talked about uh, the movie, I think I'm reminded that uh, that I should be a little higher on it. I think. I mean, I already said it's the best Pixar movie since Toy Story three, but I, I think it's potentially very good. So like like that's a lot of good stuff that we that we talked about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> Sorry, that was bad timing.
0: Last uh, other things we didn't talk about.
1: talked about Gerald. <laughs>
0: uh, Mel's like that was my <laughs> one thing I wanted to talk about was My
1: Gerald. number one. Um no, I don't think so.
0: Uh so very quickly, does how, how does this affect your view of uh Incredibles 2 coming up?
1: Um well not it's until inter- 2019. It's but. interesting because The Incredibles is, like, a perfect film, so... Yeah, yeah
0: listen to our Incredibles retrospective for more It's,
1: I, you know, like, obviously, there's not, um...
0: I also think you could you could call Finding Nemo close to a perfect film. Like, yeah, I think that's no, funny, I so. did,
1: it's just not as hyped, I think, as The Incredibles, because it was, it was older. Um... Plus, The Incredibles is like a superhero movie and people incredible stuff. It, Incredibles 2, a <laughs> lot of. I, I feel like I have
0: more expectations for Incredibles 2 than I did. For
1: well, I think movie. everyone has expect, ex, that, yeah, period. Because A, everyone's asked for an incredible sequel since basically the credits were old on the first film. Yeah. And, you know, they've had a lot of time for it. And B, it's like a perfect film.
0: So, yeah, I mean, like, I don't see how that sequel possibly lives up to the hype. Like, they, I feel like they should do something different with it because, yeah, you can't replicate it, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, before that, though, we have Cars 3 and Toy Story 4. So, you know, that's going to be fun. Uh, oh, also, an original one in there next year. So, two ones next year. Moana. Am I
1: Cocoa. saying that right?
0: Coco. Oh, uh-huh. no, that's not a, that one's That's a, that just Disney. That's just Disney. That's this year, too, right? So, we have, yeah, yeah.
1: A, yeah that because that. there was a trailer for it with, um, this movie
0: yeah so we'll, we'll hype for that uh let us know what you thought of finding dory uh comments section tumblr ass youtube comments whatever um and uh yeah hopefully Mel and i get back to the retrospectives at some point i think we're gonna do bugs life next yes yes that'll be good and we still have to do all the cars yeah
1: i have Come- not seen a single cars movie
0: uh y'all maybe enjoy them somewhat (laughs) that's what i have to say about that anyway uh uh, you good last comments
1: um nope um we talked about gerald that's
0: yeah that was the only thing
1: yeah. really all uh, i needed
0: overlyanimated.com uh you can uh, support us at patreon.com slash overlyanimated thank you to our patrons mitch cordell beechers nate andy jamie rachel john ryan Catherine, and taylor aka hey Nuffy, We're much going to see beach between nathan fillion plus like your mailman rachel johnny Robert, brian cookie cat Hi. and to be determined still we have to figure Taylor's came out um and yeah thanks for listening guys uh bunch of podcasts tomorrow and whatever and stuff and we'll see you guys next time bye adios